Hello there, I'm Niall Brown, and welcome to this episode of the Movies in Focus podcast. One of the great things about having this podcast is that it gives me the opportunity to talk with people who bring so many different skills to the filmmaking process. Actors, writers, directors, and producers all have key roles in production. But one of the most important aspects in the film is the musical score. A score can literally make or break a film. Therefore, I was thrilled to be able to talk with composer Lauren Balf about his work on the hugely acclaimed and massively successful Tom Cruise blockbuster Top Gun Maverick. Balf worked on the film's music alongside the masterful Hans Zimmer and the legendary Harald Faltemeyer. Balf started his career as Zimmer's assistant and over the last decade or so has become one of the most influential composers in the film industry, delivering a variety of memorable scores in films like Michael Bay's 13 Hours, Six Underground and Ambulance, Marvel's Black Widow and many others. He has also become an important composer when it comes to taking established film franchises and breathing new life into their iconic music. And both did this with Terminator Genesis, Mission Impossible Fallout and Bad Boys for Life. It was his work with Tom Cruise on Mission Impossible and Jerry Bruckheimer on Bad Boys which made him the perfect candidate to create new music and update old themes for Top Gun Maverick. It was wonderful to hear how Lauren Balf works and what it was like composing music for the follow-up to one of the most iconic soundtracks of the 1980s. As always, I hope you enjoy our chat. It's Niall from Movies. I know Niall. Hi, I'm okay. Good. Um, thank you for taking the time today. It's, it's exciting to talk with you. No, good to talk to you too. And um. Your involvement in the film, you said you, you kind of got involved because you've worked with kind of the principal characters that, that put it together. Did yeah. you ever feel like saying no when it was offered to you or did you say yes immediately? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, no. You know, um, let's go through the long list of reasons why yes. Um, Harold has composed the themes... Uh, you know, Beverly Hills Cop, I used to play on the piano at school. We all did, you know, trying to play dun, 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 dun. You know, we, we all tried to do it. Um, and Top Gun, you know, the Top Gun anthem was so um, memorable. He was, re- he was part of, he was, you know, look, the reason I got, the reason I got into movies was because of Jerry Bruckheimer, Michael Bay and Hans Zimmer. And those are the, all those movies are the ones that I watched. Um, I probably should have been, I shouldn't have been watching them at a young age. Um, but I was watching, you know, The Rock and Crimson Tide and Enemy of the State, uh, Bad Boys. All these movies were what a boy sitting in Inverness in Scotland. Um, I went, that is what I want to do. Um, and that And that got me excited. So... I was I was working on Bad Boys Three um, with Jerry at the time, and um, and then and then Hans had spoken to me about it, um, and then Tom had, and then Chris had, and you know so so everybody was talking about, it and it was you couldn't say no because the thing is is that firstly having having worked with Tom and Chris on Fallout. Um, it's 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 a passion project it's 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 not a day job um it's 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 really fully invested and and 
you walk away firstly learning a lot but but it's a uh, it's passion and and i think when fallout came out you know you you saw the the how kind of amazing the attention to detail was with all of these filmmakers um and you 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 naturally want to be part of it because th that's the that's the type of film i'm going to buy a ticket to go and see i'm, I'm not necessarily going to go and see the art house black and white noir movie that's just not my taste um and so there was zero doubt in uh in doing it and and working with hands you know i've worked with hands i you know i was his assistant for 15 years and i've worked on and off and i still do sometimes so to work with him is is always an honor and also if i get to stare at his second oscar it's a privilege you know so you kind of um but but no it's 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 to work with anybody that it, that has got a passion and that you respect you, you you don't think twice and when you sat down sort of I, I would imagine collectively to talk about the score for the movie and you no, looked at the, the no collectively sorry? no collectively because we were in the, we were in covid times so 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 this you know the beginning of our journey was three years ago and the kind of you know talking started three years ago and and the musical side was was the was covid right. you know we 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 couldn't record uh, we weren't able to record an orchestra um because of covid i i was at i was at abbey road doing black widow uh, and we were the final day before abbey road closed down for four months four or five months so that was really the um that we kind of had to kind of think differently about it and 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 having these restrictions helped it's it, it, in one respect because i think sometimes you go well it can be big because of the the 90 piece orchestra and and instead of that we were able to kind of think more maybe the music's just got to the, the themes have got to be big it doesn't mean the orchestra have got to play big so so our musicians were were you know placed everywhere so when we were recording you know tina was recording in vegas by you know by herself and and everybody was by themselves so so uh when 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 working together we were all separated um hans was back and forth but he was with harold in la i was in london and, the, and then i think after the first lockdown then hans was able to come over here uh lady gaga was in vegas so so the, the kind of the concept of everybody in one room at one time just was never feasible. Um, and we kind of, we, we, we worked, we all worked on a, a fantastic program called Evercast. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it, it's becoming more, really throughout COVID, it was, it was a lifesaver. And it was, a, it was very much like this program, but, but high definition for film. And, you know, we were writing cues over Evercast. And and I'd send things back to hands. Hands were sending it back to London, and we were presenting it. And the, you know, Chris and Tom were in one country. Jerry and Joe were in a different country. You know, everybody was so so. Maybe one day we'll all get together. <laughs> not too sure. I'm not too sure when, but we'll get we'll all get in a room one day. And were there any? You obviously looked at the original soundtrack to to Top Gun. And yes. what made you select, obviously, the Top Gun theme, but then choosing Danger Zone and 
sort of not choosing take my breath away how, how did you guys all select these these tracks to to bring them back and, and update them well i think you know i i i tried to look at it and i think we all do about how does the audience feel and i think that um having gone through a few kind of franchises like you know terminator I, I think you've got to kind of look about how do you use a theme and when do you use it? You don't, don't use it just for the sake of it because the audience don't necessarily, they, they want to feel connected to it. And, and I think it's some franchises forget about the themes, you know, bad boys Two never used that theme. Um, Mark's theme. And, you know, I, I knew you had to bring it back because my wife, first thing she said, when I said I was doing bad boys, she went dun, 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 you know, everybody knows these themes so so you want to bring them back um because they mean something to to your heart and your memory um so i think that um Dan you know and danger zone was another thing when you watch the film it is it is very important um and you uh, you get that feeling from the from the first one um and then then the story evolves and you kind of, you can put that in the past, but use DNA of it and use hints of the melody and, and thing, uh, things to connect us to what we remember of Top Gun. Um, and I think, take, take my breath away. I, I, I think that it, the, the Lady Gaga song, it's not about being a replacement. It's, it's a new story. And that, and that song was related to a different a different love so so it wouldn't make sense if you see what yeah. i mean because it's a different situation and and um so so yeah so that's the kind of the that's the reasoning and 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 I, look i think i think with um with harold's theme also it could have been very simple to kind of start start afresh you know many, many new franchises start again and don't use the same themes and you know they don't want to they want to move on but but you know i think it was it, it was hands that wanted harold to be involved and 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 got him involved and make sure that there was that um honesty musically to do with relating the past to the present and the the soundtrack it i mean obviously 80s music has sort of infused the, the music that exists today and there's a lot of similarities but was there ever any sense of making it less 80s and updating it to maybe, you know, make it strings or less synth or was it just? I, do you know what? I think, I think it, it, wasn't, it wasn't something we discussed. We felt that it was, I think it's the same way as when, when looking at Mission Impossible, it's about not trying to think what's on trend or what's modern or contemporary. It's more, if Lalo was to write that theme today, what would he do with it? And I think it was the same with um, the Top Gun anthem and, and generally the school. It was more about, you know, um, not, too, not worrying about the sounds of the 80s. Yes, we were using, you know, the famous DX7 bell, um, but th that was kind of, that's, that's being a bit nostalgic, but but it was about really kind of what's fitting to the picture and the colours of this movie. You know, we there, there could have been more, there could have been way more electric guitar, but we held, held back. We're, 
they held back on that. And, and just finally, when you're in music, do you use the script often in advance or do you just look at the visuals when, when you see a rough cut? How, what's your process like for that? Uh, uh, depends. You know, with, 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 um, with Tom and, and uh, Chris, we, we, we always start, I start writing, I started, I started the new mission um, before filming. And and I think I started writing maybe two years ago, um, based on script. And Chris always sometimes he'll just send me a page just a page of dialogue as inspiration. Um, so that helps. And then and then sometimes sometimes there's no time, and you have to you get a call saying we've got to get this written in a month, and it's like okay. So there is no time to read a script. I'm dyslexic. It would take me more than a month to read the script anyway. So, so it's, um, so, but the visual, the colors and the visuals really help. And, um, uh, but seeing the way color, colors work in the film is a big inspiration. And now just, this literally is my last question. When you've started working on such a huge canvas with these big action epics, yeah. Do you want to sort of make smaller intimate scores or do you just love the, the big bombastic stuff? You kind of hinted at it earlier. But... Uh, no, I, 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 I try to, I, I, I always try to, I, I need to mentally, but kind of creatively always try different things. Because I think if I kind of stick to the same thing, I get stuck in a rut. And if I was only doing action films all the time, I think it, I, it would become, uh, I would maybe, I think generally all of us, if you keep doing the same thing, you don't necessarily find different ways to kind of approach things because you're all, all in the same genre. So I'm, I'm always kind of, you know, I'm to, to me it's to try to find good stories. And, and if I can one minute, be working on a film like this but then the, the next go and work on a small independent like jungle land or infinite storm um that 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 just brings different challenges and a different way of looking at music um and storytelling so so i i always try to kind of make sure that i i do different genres and um because i think it just pushes me and and stops you just from being on a treadmill which i think you know that can happen if you're purely doing one one approach i think well thank you thank you so much for your time my pleasure now. lovely talking to Cheers you too i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the movies and focus podcast you can download it wherever you get your podcasts and i hope that you tell your friends about it that's it for this time and i'll see you at the movies <laughs>